What do you get when you take a cockroach and a unicorn and you put them in a petri dish full of bullshit? Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Plus, and I just made this up, this is the most energy efficient way to buy a new car in Australia. Twice the chocolatey goodness and it prevents tooth decay. So what are you waiting for? Australia only, obviously. Website. Card. Now, it's a little early in the week being a Wednesday to call it definitively, don't you agree? But I think we, I think we're pretty close to, yes, bullshit press release of the week. This is going to take some topping in the two days to come before the week's end. Hyundai Ioniq 6 relieves range anxiety <laughs> with 614 kilometres per charge. Where do I sign? I mean, the prick tease has only begun and yet I feel my hand wanting to grab a pen and, you know, committing to something that might happen at some stage next year if, you know, grand alignment of the planets kind of thing. So let us break down. This has got everything, this press release. It really does. It's got three bullet points for the short of attention span, which would be, let's face it, many of the journalists who will ultimately read it. It's got quotes from dudes whose names don't exactly roll off the tongue, who reside in places you've never been, exotic places like R&D facilities in South Korea. And then right at the end, this is a real treat, it's got a table with numbers. No one's going to read the numbers. Very few people who even look at them without reading them will know what they mean. But somehow this kind of thing seems to legitimise the claims that are made, doesn't it? It just seems to make it concrete in some way. And I thought we could detain ourselves with ultimate hilarity just breaking this crap down. So let me refer to my notes and uh, I will cross... I will cross off another Christmas card. I want to receive no Christmas cards this year, and this is one way of doing it, okay? Bullet point number one, with a WLTP rated range of 614 kilometres, Ionic 6 to be among the most energy efficient mainstream EVs available today. That is factually untrue. It's mediocre at best in terms of energy efficiency. We're going to get to that. And furthermore, I would suggest that 614 kilometres is a big number, but it's only the shitbox two-wheel drive one that will deliver that. Like, you've got to get shitbox two-wheel drive with the big battery to deliver 614Ks. If you get the all-wheel drive one rolling on those big pimpin' 20 inches, Dude, say goodbye to 100 k's of range. That's just how it is, okay? So this is a big claim up front, but really, the one you want is not going to be 614 k's. Bullet point two, Hyundai Motor Group's eGMP architecture, which is a fancy way of saying this is the platform that all of our current uh, EVs roll on except Kona and Ionic. So that's Ionic the car versus Ionic the brand, like 
So confusing. Anyway, the EGMP platform and Ionic 6's ultra-low aerodynamic drag coefficient of 0.21 contribute to its outstanding range performance. And I'd say they have done a fantastic job on aerodynamic drag for this car. They really have. Small round of applause. However, aerodynamics is kind of insignificant in the city, right? Because... Aerodynamic drag goes up with something between the square and the cube of your speed, so just when you're stuck in traffic, aerodynamics, you might as well be driving a house brick, it's not going to make any difference, right? And I'd furthermore suggest that this is going to be a big expensive EV, therefore rich people who live close to the city are going to buy it and its main mode of use is going to be stuck in friggin' quasi-gridlock like the rest of us, where aerodynamics simply doesn't matter. So. There's that. Bullet point number three, Ionic 6 to go on sale in Australia early next year. And I guess, yeah, okay, congratulations, but it def depends how you define on sale, doesn't it? It might technically go on sale, kind of like Ionic 5, but you can't stroll into a dealer and buy an Ionic 5 ever, and you can't buy one online from Hyundai directly unless it's like a friggin' limited release of a Nike Air Jordan, right? And they drop a hundred or something, okay? In fact, 418 Ionic 5s have been sold in the past eight months. That's 50 a month. This is not exactly what commercial success looks like in my view and obviously this is not because there's no demand it's because they can't get their shit together and supply the friggin car which is becoming comedically disgraceful and obviously Hyundai is not alone here but this industry-wide failure to supply the cars that people want is fucking disgraceful it just is and they playing the victim card like oh we're a victim of the supply chain they're victims of the supply chains that they put in place which they have been unable to unfuck in three frigging long years so there's that I guess they could say, thank God for Sonata, which is sold 379. So Ionic 5 outsells Sonata, Hyundai's forgotten car in a dead segment, but only just outselling it. There's your friggin' headline, dude. Thank God for Genesis. I suppose that's a point as well. Ionic 5 does actually outsell every model of Genesis and Staria and even the more aesthetically pleasing Staria Load, outsell Ionic 5. Kia EV6 outsells Ionic 5 currently this year. Uh, sales till uh, the end of August, 426 for EV6 versus 418 for Ionic 5. Bit of a photo finish there in the unicorn EV sweepstakes. Even shitbox Ionic, like Hyundai Ionic, as a, the car, as opposed to Ionic the brand. You know, the one that's available as a hybrid and a plug-in hybrid as well as an EV. Even that outsells Ionic 5. 654 of them versus 418. So obviously range is not the determinant here, is it? You know? Polestar 2! outsells Ionic 5, 694 to 418, and it's a sort of fake Swedish Chinese knockoff, 
more or less, that nobody's ever heard of, costing about the same. Like, come on. Anyway, the press release proper now, if this wasn't already entertaining enough. Ionic 6 customers will benefit from Hyundai Motor Group's commitment to develop advanced battery technology that enables stress-free driving performance and long range. Every manufacturer of EVs makes these freaking indefensible claims about advanced battery technology, latest battery technology, new battery technology. The news flash there. It's all the same battery technology. It's lithium-ion battery technology, okay? And all they're doing is tweaking it ever so slightly. And before you get in the comments and go, oh yeah, but what about lithium iron phosphate? Lithium iron phosphate is a kind of lithium ion technology, okay? That's just what it is, dude. The electrolyte is iron phosphate as opposed to nickel, cobalt, whatever, right? So all they do is they tweak the balance in the battery one way. If they tweak it for maximum performance, like maximum charging performance or maximum power delivery performance, then they compromise things like life and they open the door ever so slightly more to catastrophic thermal runaway. So all they're doing is like every other friggin' engineering balancing act where what you do is if you maximize a car, you optimize it for handling, the refinement is going to be shit. If you maximize the handling in the wet, it's gonna be a bucket of pus in the dry, okay? And what they do with battery technology is exactly the same. They just get a balance point somewhere. Like they balance things up so that we're over here, you know, we're optimized for charging and discharge performance so we get power delivery and all of that kind of thing. But we're not too far up here opening the door to battery shitting itself in a couple of years and one in every thousand just catastrophically burning to the ground without warning one day because that's going to be bad in the news kind of thing. So advanced battery technology, dude, it's all the same. It's just a question of are they doing the R&D and proving that it will be suitably reliable. That's, that's kind of where batteries are. Okay, So these claims about advanced technology are unmitigated horseshit and every manufacturer of EVs is making them, at least as far as I can see. The press release goes on. Ionic 6 will be one of the most energy efficient electric vehicles on the market. It won't. That's factually untrue. When it goes on sale later this year in select markets in Europe and next year in Australia. Well, thanks for telling us that we're getting sloppy seconds again. Europe gets it first, we get it second. Yay. Thanks for making us a real priority. And let me get this straight, okay? This is a vehicle that weighs as much as a dual cab 4x4 ute. Okay, the official weight, curb weight, 1800 to 2055 kilos. That's friggin' heavy, okay? That's according to Wikipedia. And it needs a massive 77 kilowatt hour battery if you want the big range, okay? And we're spruiking energy efficiency within this framework. Like, clearly, we're operating in the twilight zone with Rod friggin' Serling on this one, so I'm down with that. Let's roll. Jay Hoha, head of Sub Mid Project Management Centre at HMC, said 
to become the global leader in electric vehicles. I wonder what Electric Jesus thinks of that, you know? To become the global leader in electric vehicles, we are committed to providing the best possible EV performance and ownership experience. Well, that's kind of meaningless. What they're basically doing here is they're pumping the weight up and they're making a big, heavy, premium EV shitter, okay? And they're cloaking it in the concept of virtue, like efficiency virtue and general EV ownership virtue. And they're gaming the WLTP range determination system with low aerodynamic drag, which is really only relevant on those small number of times statistically where most of these vehicles will be out on the highway, right? It's really only significant at highway speeds. Now, the quote goes on, it says, with uh, EGMP, Ionic 6 can be a workstation or a portable power bank on wheels, creating new usage scenarios to fit customers' diverse on-the-go lifestyles. Translation, it's got V2L, so yay, you can take power out of it and run something. It'd be nice to know how much, because if you want to run a whole house off your Ionic 6, it's going to have to deliver more than two and a half kilowatts, isn't it? Because you're probably drawing more than that at times. So there's that. This vehicle's drag coefficient of 0.21 is the lowest in the company's vehicle lineup and one of the lowest in the industry. Yeah, well, that's true. There's a bunch of clever aero tweaks in this car. There certainly are. This The, the engineering advancement there in aerodynamics is very impressive. It just is. And you get uh, sort of free cockroach-esque styling as a result, don't you? Because the cockroach just glides through the atmosphere, kind of like James Corden on the way to the next baked ham at the buffet at the Beverly fucking Hilton. They're oddly similar aerodynamically. Byung Hoon Min, the head of Total Vehicle Performance Development Centre yes, at HMC, said, we put every effort into designing the most efficient car in the EV segment. Well, that depends how you define efficiency, dude. If we're talking energy efficiency, which you did put in your top bullet point, that's absolutely not true. If we're talking about aerodynamic efficiency, then yeah, okay. And I'm glad they put every effort. It's always a mistake to have a jar full of effort at the beginning and still have effort left at the end of a project, isn't it? Our focus on improving aerodynamics helped to achieve one of the longest all-electric range vehicles available, which will reduce customers' EV range anxiety and help grow the segment. I actually think range anxiety is kind of bullshit 99 days out of 100 of EV ownership, because every EV's got a greater range than about 50Ks, which is, let's face it, that's how far you're going to drive most days, maximum. Range is not the same thing as energy efficiency either, and they shouldn't be used interchangeably or in the same sentence. They, they shouldn't roll off the tongue at once because energy efficient vehicles, well, we'll get into energy efficient vehicles, right? If you make a big heavy shitter, the bigger and heavier the shitter, the more craptacular the energy efficiency is going to be. This is like all engineering, not just EVs, right? Beer and heavier equals much more craptacular. So let me get this further straight, okay? We've designed our own EV platform and we have clubbed it repeatedly with the cockroach design brief so that it glides like the Corbinmeister 
to the baked ham at the Beverly Hilton without a single ripple through the air kind of thing. And we've made it roughly as energy efficient as a Nissan Leaf, which is 14.8 kilowatt hours per 100K. As you can see on the table, right, the energy efficiency is claimed by Hyundai for Ionic 6. And pro tip, the smaller the number, the more efficient. Okay, that's all you need to know here. It's the number of kilowatt hours of energy required to travel 100 kilometres for a particular vehicle. Nissan Leaf, 14.8. That's for the one with 270 kilometres of WLTP range. If you want to compare these yourself using various data out there in the market, make sure it's the WLTP one because those numbers are all WLTP. Even more astoundingly to me, this new Ionic 6 is not even as energy efficient as the shitbox Ionic EV. That would be Ionic the car, not Ionic the brand. It's got a 38.3 kilowatt hour battery and 311 kilometers of WLTP range, right? Which gives 12.3 kilowatt hours per 100 Ks. And that basically shits all over every variant of Ionic 6 in the energy efficiency sweepstakes. So there's that. And that's a much older car, so we haven't exactly come too much forward, have we here? We're just making a bigger, heavier EV that's worse on efficiency. That's all that this is happening. And this proves, not that we needed any proof because we've known it since the dawn of time, that if energy efficiency is your game, then your enemy is mass, right? Polestar 2 now, the baby Polestar 2, 14.4, which is another big heavy shitter, really. Same sort of ballpark energy efficiency as Ionic 6. The Tesla Model 3, the baby one, two-wheel drive, 12.2. Well done there, electric Jesus. Tesla Model Y, the baby one there, 13.1, which also beats every Ionic 6. The Kona Electric with the baby battery. This is a much older vehicle, which is also not designed on a bespoke electric vehicle platform, 12.9. Much more energy efficient. The big battery won 13.2. So both better than every Ionic 6 in the domain of energy efficiency. So what were they thinking making these claims? The shitbox Ionic EV, the older one, the car one, not the brand, okay? It's roughly 25% lighter than Ionic 6, and despite being aerodynamically less cordon-esque, right? It's much more energy efficient. It just is. Like, in my view, when you look at all of these data and you compare what's been published by them about the car. He knows just playing tennis without the net on energy efficiency and related claims. Like, did they think no one would check? And I don't know, maybe you are too, if you're going all sort of, you know, in trouser teepee over the prospect of owning one, your electric cordon mobile, the cockroach, which might sell as frequently and in as much volume as Ionic 5, hashtag only technically on sale, like, irrespective, right? Whatever you think about this, and there are going to be a bunch of people here who don't like what I have to say about it, but these energy efficiency observations, they're called facts. And regardless of what you think of them, they're still facts. 